Testing, testing. Can you hear me? Testing, testing, testing. One, two. Oh, Ashley, where you at, baby girl? Oh, so much is going on. So much is going on. Now, what is up, darling? I started this space twice already. First time because I had the title wrong. Second time because I didn't have recording on. So Ashley put up on Twitter. What's up, baby boo? Hold on, let me. Okay. So Ashley asked for us to talk about the HOAs. So I'm kind of like, you don't have to forgive me. I'm kind of waking up a little bit. Let me know if you guys can hear me. I have my AirPods on because we're doing like a lot of stuff. What's up, Queen? Good morning. Good morning. Can you hear me? It's not like a delay. Like it takes a after I accept, it takes a while before I can talk. But I'm just letting you know I'm working, but I'm gonna try to support you as much as I can. Okay, I won't. I probably ain't gonna be on it in a long time because it's a little bit boring in the house anyway. But actually, want to talk about HOH. So I kind of want to talk about HOH a little bit, and then we get on get off of here. But HOH, what are we thinking about it? Are we thinking about a snaky room? Are we thinking about revenge? What, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first of all, that room is definitely going to be spanking. Um, there's definitely going to be, there's definitely, <laughs> there's definitely going to be, um, there's definitely going to be revenge. My guess is that Michael and Brittany are the pair that's going on in the block because everybody talks big until they have to actually make a decision. If Michael wins the veto and they come down, Taylor and Nicole are going to go up probably. Um, so initially, I think it's good for Taylor to be paired with Nicole because at least she won't be the first nomination. But she's already talked about, like, if she was going to go up, she would rather just be directly nominated so she has a chance to compete in veto. So even if they don't get put on the block, I hope that she can compete in the veto competition because she's probably going to be the replacement nom if Michael wins. Right, because I don't want her to be just straight back door because she's got door that's it. She's just gone. And Nicole, her bitch ass, I'm like, oh, it worked that perfectly. Bitch, you still can't commit to a hairstyle. Like, shut the fuck up. I cannot stand her ass. She's there talking about, oh, you know, um, it was the perfect for me and Taylor. Y'all are so lame that your only game your whole season is to throw Taylor under the bus. That's literally your game. Like, this is the worst your brother I've ever seen. And I literally thought the last two before cookout was, was the worst. This is the worst. It's like a it's like a cartoon we're watching every day. It's a freaking joke. And it's just horrible to watch. And like even when I saw um Joseph trying to talk to Taylor saying, and I agree with what he said, like don't go in there saying that you could be a shield and all that. You fight, you're in the game now. But Monty, Monty girl, when he says, well, you know, um, I still think we should vote for Taylor. How is it just the first name that comes out of your black mouth? 
Nobody had mentioned her the whole time. I watched, I watched these like for three hours. Nobody mentioned her name. But when they started talking about denominations, why was it? That was his first name that he said. That still bothers me. That's really the first name that you say. You wouldn't even say anyone else is according to your game to help your game. You have a hard on for this girl, and it's weird. So weird to me. Like, just I want to talk about that real quick. What do you think about that? I think that it's even worse with him now because I don't know if you saw. But him and Taylor had this whole conversation where she basically was kind of surreptitiously letting him know that she peeped the colorism in the house. And he was trying to act like he understood where, you know, what she was talking about. Because contrary to what that motherfucker thinks, when you look in the mirror, your skin is the same shade as Taylor. So you can do I'm Afro-Latino all you want. Y'all the same color, okay? So... Then he he started talking about like the unconscious bias training that they go through and that they do and all this. And my thing is this, does unconscious bias literally exist? Yes. Should that be what we're focusing on talking about? No, because in my opinion, it's a cop out. Let's talk about the willful racism, white supremacy and colorism of these people. I don't wanna hear about no unconscious bias. Because, like, when we started having these conversations with white people, you had to do all this unconscious bias and, um, you know, implicit bias and microaggressions and all this talking small. Because if you tell the truth, white people are going to run away and they're going to stay in the conversation. It's 2022. We're past that. I'm done with micro this and that. I'm done with implicit bias. I'm done with unconscious bias. Let's talk about the shit y'all are doing. Let's talk about the shit you're doing. I'm, I'm done with it. It's willful and it's purposeful. It happens every fucking season. It's not an accident that for 24 seasons, y'all did this shit. I don't want to do it anymore. So he's trying to act like he understands where she's coming from. And then you're going to turn around. Her name is in your mouth again. So like he just digs a deeper and deeper hole for himself. I'm done with him. I'm over it. Like, I couldn't be, I need a new, it's like, it's giving Carrie Brad, Bradshaw. We knew a new word for over. Because we're so over. We need a new word for over. Hold on, that, that's where we're at. We need a new word. You're cooning so hard. We need a new word for coon. That's where we're at. Toon, he's a cartoon character. But yes, I do agree. We can call him the cartoon character and the coon. Because it's all three together. He's cartoonish. He's all of that. But let me ask you a question about this whole thing with uh, what's the girl's name? Oh my God, what's Cal's girlfriend's name? Uh, Alyssa. Alyssa. This bitch is mad over a two-minute conversation. Get the fuck out of here! When I saw that, it wasn't twice. He's in a talking shit about your ass and the guys, like all men do. This is normal. It's not like a whole facade where a man likes a girl a little bit and the girl likes him more, and he goes to the guys and says she's doing way too much. Normal. Get it? But for her. She's a threat. Like, I mean, what I mean by that, I can see her going trying to turn the tire, like, oh my God, he's probably killing for a minute. You guys are my girls. Let's make sure that she gets out the house this time because I think he likes her. Like, <laughs> show man says normally with certain people work out. Let's look at Tyler and the crazy girl he's with. It worked out for them. For this one right here, 
He's like falling in love after one week and this was the guy talking to anybody in the house, especially Taylor. Why? Why is she a threat when she doesn't even act like she likes him like that? I'm confused. So what do you think about that shit? And welcome, Queen. I'm sorry, you're up here. I apologize. I didn't see you up here. I think that they're just insecure little girls. Like we've been saying the whole time. And Taylor instituted this whole strategy to act like she likes Daniel so that they would stop seeing her as a threat. They would stop being jealous. They would stop doing this. She talked to Kyle for two minutes. This bitch is freaking out, falling all over the place, all over the floor. I, I can't help y'all. Like if you notice literally from day one, Alyssa would do things to get the attention of the men like she would go into the storage room and they would be talking and she'd be like oh can you reach in that cabinet up there and hand me just so like they would have to address her and just so she would have to get attention she cannot live she cannot breathe if she's not getting male attention so i feel sorry for the bitch like she's insecure jealous like girl how can you live your life as an adult and the centerpiece of your life as a woman is getting male attention. That don't make no fucking sense. The centerpiece. The fuck? <laughs> the centerpiece of her life is, is looking for male attention. It's pathetic. Hold on, Queen. I'm sorry, Mama. Come tell me her. Did we get it? It'd be crazy. But hang on, please. I don't, don't leave thought, please. But I want to say just this. Everything that the women were talking about Taylor about, they're doing it. They are that person. The person they hate is themselves, just like Monty. They drag Taylor for getting attention for men. When reality of it, they all want the attention of men, including Nicole, who likes women. They didn't want to admit that, so they put that on Nicole because they know she's fine. I just don't understand. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Queen. Welcome, welcome. I'm sorry, baby. Oh, I just wanted to absolutely agree with both of y'all. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you might be. Um, I just wanted to say that absolutely Alyssa is the most insecure person I've ever seen. And she does that little damsel in distress thing. So I was glad that you called it out the other day, uh, Sheena, about why is she at the bottom, like the least problematic? No, she's the most problematic in my opinion, because she does that little damsel in distress thing. And it's, and we know that the damsel in distress has got many uh, African-American men and women uh, killed and or locked up in prison. So that, that shit's not cute. Cause I think, I think that a lot of times white women are the problem. They are the root of the problem. And, um, and I'm glad you also uh, addressed the thing about um, these uh, words. Words matter. Let's stop. Uh, let's stop reducing the the issue down to implicit bias and and uh, and uh, microaggressions and things like that. Let's call it what it is. It's racism. And when it's coming um, from black people, it's internalized racism. Let's call colorism colorism. Let's call the thing a thing because it when you when you use words, especially when you pull out uh, academic words that are that were created and intended to make white people feel comfortable, the worst thing you can call them is a racist. 
that you can call them everything else under the sun, but you call them a racist and they'll have an existential meltdown. But yes, it, it is absolutely racism and it's absolute insecurity. I'm going to say something right now. I am here to make everybody feel very uncomfortable. It is my job. I enjoy doing it. I will never, ever make it where you feel comfy in that position. Because as a black woman, as aggressive as they call me, which I stand in that, don't give a shit about that neither, I'm going to continue in this path that I'm on. Because until I see change, especially with my daughter and doing what they're doing, if maybe they see change in their time, I'm going to still keep fighting. It's a shame in this year we're still saying these terminologies that we are, but it is what it is. And the fact that he doesn't see that as a black man is horrible. Like, just like my girl said, a girl becomes a Cuban or whatever, and I'm going to say this disclaimer, I'm not going to say that because you are another uh, you're Cuban or anything like this, I'm just trying to say that I'm not going to discount that part of you. But why is that the black side is always the side that gets silenced? Oh, I'm half Jamaican, or I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm half Hispanic or Puerto Rican or whatever, but they're black you hear about it only inconvenience. And that's unfortunate. Because I'm proud to be a black woman. And I know a lot of people are proud to be black. It's a beautiful thing. Regardless of what we've been through. You know what I'm saying? But on national TV in front of a company, like my mother would say, you know how to act appropriately. And I don't feel like him or uh, the old spiritual Negro is not. He's all being quiet this week, I noticed. He's being extra quiet and stepping back and you've been paying attention. The old man ain't saying nothing. And I don't give a shit now. Oh, he old to me. He's probably the same age as me. He's still fucking old to me. But he is not saying anything. He's being very, very quiet if you notice that. And so something about that's not right. He I feel like that he feel like he fucked up. Because think about it. Twelve to zero, they brought that man out. Twelve to zero. When just a week ago, y'all were calling Taylor a bitch in a hoe. And was so ready to get that black woman out. But all of a sudden, you agreed that quickly, 12 to 0. But the part that bothered me the most, the ones who did not want to do it, who wanted to really get rid of her, were two black men in the house. Explain that to me. How everybody in the house wanted her to go home. But when they changed their mind, they were all for it. But the two who fought it were two black men. That's going to forever be on TV. It's going to forever be out in the atmosphere. And you did not fight for her. Even when they switched over, you still didn't fight for her. The fuck? I want to respond before we go to Queen. I just feel like it's the same thing that we always say. When a black man is killed by the police, everybody's there. When a black woman is killed by the police, you're going to get a third of the people. People don't even know as many names of black women that have been killed by the police as they do of black men. If you have not seen um, that TED talk, that YouTube talk um, by, oh my God, I'm forgetting the queen's name right now. Kimberly, the woman who created the term intersectionality. If you have not seen her TED talk about that, she does an experiment in the beginning where she asked the audience, she says, she names, um, she says, stand up if you've heard the names of these black men that have been killed by the police. Almost everybody stood up for all the names that she said. And then she said, when I get to a name that you don't know, sit down. By the time, okay, I'm coming. By the time she got done, almost everybody was still standing. When she started saying the black women's names, 
people sat down almost immediately. There was almost nobody left standing at the end. If you have not seen that on YouTube, please check it out and watch it. Kimberly Crenshaw, that's it. Oh my God, I was having a brain fart. <laughs> I need to watch that because what you're saying is actually uh, very true. I, I've had conversation with people and speaking about black women being in, you know, about the police. And I remember someone told me before, wait a minute, so black women also been messed up too? I said, yeah, like what? It's not, it's shocking, but it wasn't a shock that people literally do not believe that black women get treated just bad as black men do, you just don't hear about it. If we're kidnapped or something going on with us, you don't hear about, about us until it's too late. We are on the bottom of the pole, and I say that all the time. People always say, oh, that's not true. Black women, black women are queens, all this stuff. At the end of the day, we are that. But by society standards, we're shit. We're under shit. We're under... Let's think about it. Women are still like second-class citizens. But the Karens and the white women are still in that the slave thing. Think about it. When they were slaves, a white woman can be touched or looked at. That went on for years. Just because it's not as outward as it was in the 60s and the 50s, it's still the same thing. They're precious. Now we call it the Karen. It just changes, changes and upgrades every year, right? So we have the Karens who are still protected. But black women are still the ones being maimed and raped and being treated like trash and bullied and dragged and used. What has changed besides the year? So I'm just trying to figure out when is Big Brother, when is the world going to figure out that they don't understand that we are everything to this world. We've carried America on our back for a very long time. So it's frustrating to me as a black woman to constantly keep seeing to get beat down all the time and the same results is happening. And when the black men didn't protect us at all, that is even more disgusting because we expect more out of them because we've been through so much shit together, but yet we can't even be united. That shit pisses me off, bro. Queen, are you up here, baby? Go ahead and say something, mama. Exactly. I I, I um I agree with you that um uh so many times our blackness is being is is diminished and you see kids being raised to always say, I'm 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 a Japanese and black or I'm Native American black and I'm this and black. It's like you almost get, well, not you almost, they are, what they're doing is they're, they're saying I'm black, but I have this. So this makes my blackness better, more unique, that sort of thing. That's why I have a shirt that says I'm black mixed with black. Even though my grandmother is indigenous or was indigenous, she's passed away. I, I'm not running around like uh, we got Indian in our family. No, I'm black mixed mixed with black. I have a black experience. I'm proud to be black. If I die and I come back, I want to come back black. Period. And um, as so many times, what you see with with black men is they know that at the bottom rung of society is the black woman. And so, so many times, what you'll see is you'll see them uh, diminish put down black women because they want that acceptance of, of, of white society. So that means that they can, they're, they're not at the bottom. It's a crab in a bucket mentality when it comes to black women and any black man that's doing that is just an absolute idiot. I'm gonna call it, call it what it is because black women have the creation gene. Nobody else can do what we can do. 
No one else can do what we can do. We can give birth to any race of human in the world, only black women. And so if it's a black man out there, like oh Negro spiritual or oh Kunte, um, yeah, it, th- that's out there that's acting a fool, automatically off rip. I'm done with him. I'm not going to spit on him to put out the fire if he combusts. <laughs> not if he's on fire, Jesus. Not he he can't get he can't get my saliva. You see what I'm saying? I'm 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 so serious. It and it's and as far as my nieces and my nephews and all of them go, I make sure to say it. Last year when um when Big Brother 23 started, I had my niece and my nephew with me and they were sitting down, they were eating dinner, and I was in the living room watching the premiere. And when Aza walked out there. Baby, when I tell you my niece who's biracial, she got up and she's like, oh, my God, she's a princess. She's so beautiful. That's who I want to win. Now, she was six years old. All she cared about was that she looked like a princess. But it was all about Aza. And that's the kind of thing I encourage, because what you don't want to do is you don't want to uh, uh, say that light skin. It's a whole lot of stuff. You know, when you're dealing with biracial kids, you don't want to end up with the imitation of life syndrome for your uh for your family. But anyway. Oh, yes, Lord. I love that you just said that because the imitation of life was my favorite movie. My mom made me sit there and watch. I was so mad at her. She was like, watch this movie, you know. And I'm like, Mama, why? Now let me tell you something. As a child or a teenager, whatever it was, I watched the beginning to end. I couldn't stop watching it. And at the very end, I cried and was pissed off the same same as that time, seeing her saying, Mama, and all that shit at the damn, uh, the casting, it was too late. But my mother started teaching me something even at that time about all about me being black, about the mother thing. It was already been one movie. The movie was so good. But just like you said, I'm from Louisiana. And, I, you know, the Indians in my family, I have people who look literally white and they're my first cousin. And I get it. My sister is extremely light-skinned, but she never portrayed that. But she never understood how I felt growing up, even though we came from the same blood. Uh, you know, she never understood the stuff that I went through as a dark-skinned black woman or brown-skinned, or however you want to say it. And even as a blogger, I still go through stuff as far as men, black men down me more in this industry I'm in now than, than white people. And I'm just being honest with you about that. And that's a trend that needs to stop. I do not understand that after all this time, we are still beating each other up and have no unity. And wonder why the other races are doing better than us because they have so much unity and we do not. It kills me. And it's been going on since forever. And I still don't understand when are we going to see, when are we going to get it? I mean, I know that it's a Big Brother show. I know it's a reality TV show, but it's it's America. Literally what Big Brother is showing is what where we are, how we, how we treat each other. Go ahead, Mama. I want to say something that I think is really important. So if you are a biracial person and both of those races are of color, I don't think there's anything wrong with acknowledging that. Like if you're Kamala Harris and you say I'm Indian and you say I'm black, like you wholly claim both of those identities, I don't think there's anything wrong with you doing that. If you're a biracial person and you're half black or you're half white or like my goddaughter is half Chinese, half white, Her parents raised her that she's Chinese because you don't need to claim the white part because whiteness is always going to be reinforced. So you're black or you're Chinese. But if they're both of color, I don't have a problem with you claiming both of them. Here's where the issue comes in. 
If y'all recall, going back to BB22 with Davon and Kevin. So you had Davon, Bailey, Kevin, David. Davon initially was including Kevin with the Black people, with the Black crew. When they got off the show, Kevin said that he was upset because he felt like Davon was only counting David, Davon, and Bailey was counting three and was not counting four. And then Davon came out and said, no, 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 that's not what happened. Originally, I counted you and I included you and said that you were black. And you said, no, 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 I'm black and Japanese. And you didn't want to be included. You only wanted to be included when you tried to work with the white people and they didn't want to work with you. Then you wanted to come back over and work with us. That's where the problem comes in. So you can't be like, okay, I don't want to acclaim that identity. I only partially have it. And then when white people are still rejecting you, now you're black. That's the issue that I have with people. I have no problem with people saying, I have these two oppressed identities and I'm doing both of them. But if you're initially acting in an anti-black manner, that's when I have a problem with you. And so I just wanted to be very clear about that and make sure that I state that. My thing with the biracial thing is that, I mean, it's, I'm, I can't help it. I'm even, myself, Irish, all kind of crap. I have no issue with that myself. My issue is that when you're coming out with your different races, you want to hide the black side. And I've seen that too many times where, like you'll say, I didn't know you were even black. And it's not even no shade. But it's like, you're not, I don't want to say you're really claiming it, whatever. They'll come out and be like, you know, um, Oh, my mom was white, or I'm white, or whatever. And then later on, like something a black issue would come up. You know, yeah, I know about that. I'm a sister too. Like you're a sister. That's happened to me before, uh, many times. Being around somebody, not for sure, but not questioning it, you know, even and being cool with whatever they said. But when something black issue came up, all of a sudden you're a sister instead of a sister. That's the issue I have. Like, don't claim it when it's convenient. That's all I'm saying. I understood they by position as well because he wasn't really acting like that. So if it was me, I was the same thing she did. I wouldn't have counted him. Go ahead, Queen. That's exactly what I was I was trying to say. It's it's about those people that say, you know, if uh, let's they think that making biracial babies is what's going to end racism. So racism will only end when blackness is diminished to the point where everybody looks ambiguous. Because that's what I that's that's what I get when I hear people that want to list everything they are outside of blackness. And I get trying to be in touch with all of your cultures, but it's 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 giving it's giving shame. It's giving uh, internalized uh, racism. It's giving colorism and it's giving exactly what Xavier did last season with the exotic so you need something exotic to 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 diminish the blackness and so yeah it's it's giving that and i was looking for my movie imitation of life uh kamisha because that is me and my mother's favorite movie too we watched at least three four times a year on the vhs tape and then i have it now on the dvd i just can't locate it for some reason absolute favorite movie and i even show it to my african-american studies class when we have our movie days on fridays oh i love that um i have it i own a digital on amazon i have a digital i can watch it whenever i want to from, the, from, from my library 
Um, go ahead, Queen. Sheena. Sorry, I was I was putting my food out. My food just came. So somebody just messaged me on Instagram and basically said that it's looking like the plan is to backdoor Taylor because Jasmine has convinced Turner that Pooch went home because of her. I'm over it. I'm over it too. I'm, I'm, I'm over it because that's not fucking fair. And the reason why I'm over it right now that you said this pissed me off even further than I was the very first time they booed her. Because the first time it was bullshit. This is more than bullshit. You, God damn. She didn't even do this. That was really Amira. So you telling me you're going to protect Amira and get rid of Taylor for no reason? I'm so fucking over this. I just did a TikTok and went off of Paloma and I tagged her ass in it. I told you guys, when they all get out the house, I'm going to I'm gonna tongue lash every one of them. And Jasmine is the first one on my list. I cannot believe she's winning and everything. Now she's the... God. That really just pissed me off to the she knows it's dead. This oh my god, this pissed me off so badly because I'm so sick of this bitch. Miss Piggy, I won't be black, but I'm white. I don't know fuck who I am. Look like bitch. I can't stand her ass. Go wash your fucking hair and go clean your ass. Oh my bad. That's the cold job, bitch. You can't wipe your own motherfucking ass, you stupid ass bitch. I'm just like it's so it's so disgusting to watch everything that has happened to Taylor and the way that she's been treated. But the most disgusting thing about it is that three black people are the leaders of it. Like the fact that Jasmine Big Lotto fucking took her time to sit up there and be like, oh, no. Taylor is the reason why Pooch went home. Now, if he wanted to actually think he could say that makes no sense because Taylor is the least powerful person in this house. So how could Taylor have done that? That makes no sense. So if you really wanted to think, you would say it has to be Amira. It has to be Nicole. It has to be somebody of that nature to have done this because they're the ones that are the center of everything. It can't be Taylor. That makes no sense. But for you to just be willing to go along with it, all of these black people sitting up there in that house being the drivers of ostracizing, targeting, penalizing this only dark-skinned black woman in the house is disgusting. Like, I don't, I don't know if they forgot that, excuse me, the live feeds are on. I, I don't know what, what, I don't know they forgot they're still on earth. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but we see you. We see everything. We see all this shit. You're going to have to answer for all this shit. And what the fuck are you going to say? You're not going to have anything to say in defense of yourself. Because I know they're going to try to do this. Well, that's where the house was leading and we went with it. Bullshit. Da, da, da. You can't really claim that anymore. Pooch got evicted unanimously. So you can't claim, well, that this is where the house is. No, this is the direction you chose to go in. So how are you going to answer for it? What are you going to say? I'm going to say this. I feel like that at this point, I'm, I'm tired of rooting for something that's going to happen. Taylor really came in a loser. I'm not saying she's a loser. What I mean by that is she lost it as far as the race of this big brother because they didn't want her to win. 
from the first time they looked at her, the first 30 seconds they started dragging her, her game was done. The girls were making a point, and the guys, who hate her so bad, that the going theme of this entire season is send Taylor home. I don't know if CBS wants to see some kind of redemption, but even Rachel didn't have his bad. She has some allies. She has no allies. And the ones who do want to rally behind her, they're scared to say anything because of the bullying is so strong and so powerful, I guess. They're scared that something's going to happen to them so they'd rather just go along with the house. At this point, just send her home. Just, just stop bullshitting us. Because when she goes home, CBS, that is the end. Because when I tell you, it's going to be some of negativity coming in your direction, including people in the house. I can't wait. I'm over it. I just wanted to go home this point. Fuck it. They're not going to work. If, she, if they backdoor her, she has no chance. Everyone who is in power are the evildoers. What can we What can we do with that? Just being honest. Go ahead, Queen. This is exactly what I thought would happen. I figured they would want to backdoor her. I figured they would want to send her home because they are already blaming her for Paloma's spiraling out of control. And now they're blaming her for Pooch going home. How, like, give me one significant instance of how she is responsible for Pooch going home. Did she put him on the block? No. Did she even really politic or campaign for herself? No. So you can't say she has any power, any reason for Pooch going home at all. He's the one that spiraled out of control and was pulling people in rooms and all that. He was reading the writing on the wall. He knew they were going to backdoor him. And so it's really just, let's just call it what it is. She's a dark skinned woman. She's beautiful. She's confident. They can't stand to see it. And their demons are just absolutely aggravated by all that she is. I want her out of the house. I want her out of the house so I can stop watching this trauma porn because that's what it is. When you get on TV and you put this kind of stuff on TV for little black girls and little black boys to see, to walk across, to catch a glimpse of, that is the most damaging part. Because, yes, you can go and apologize to her later on. You can be her friend later on. You can even date her or him later on. But it's too late. It's out there. The damage has been done. And that's that's the, the part that the reason why I want her out of that house is because the damage has already been done. There's already little black girls that have seen her on TV and they're watching how these other black people and uh, white people are treating her. And I want her out, plain and simple. If, if that's what Jasmine wants to do, great. Jasmine can get her ass dragged when she comes out of that house, but I want I want her out. Is that simple? The sad thing is that people are going to think, I mean, people are part of this house thinking, oh, they're going to understand that America knows it's just game. And, you know, if it was just game, I'd be the first one to congratulate and support regardless of the race. I'm a big game person with that. I have no problem with that. But as we all have said repeatedly, all of us, women spaces, uh, uh, female spaces, other spaces, the bullying is not game. And I'm going to say this again, the bullying isn't game. No matter how you dress it up, you literally just follow people in the house. You, half the time, people didn't even see Taylor doing anything. They question 
she didn't even become as a tailor most of the time. You all are saying the same things, only a select few that are just using her as a scapegoat. Jasmine, I look at her, she's a slob. I'm sorry. She sits there with her leg up in her fucking scooter. Where's your scooter, bitch? Like, it's fucking irritating to watch her on camera. She's disgusting and she's embarrassing to all races and genders, period. I'm sorry. She's trash. I'm sorry. Did anybody want to up here and speak? I know me, Tina, and Queen have been um, having this because I know that uh, Tina's at work and she's also probably eating right now. But I want to know if anybody would come up and get their opinion about the new HOH. Uh, the new information that she had just brought to the panel by stating that um, Jasmine's convinced the new HOH, I'm not calling his name, convinced the new HOH that they should get Taylor out for whatever reason, like she had anything to do with Paloma. Um, okay, come on up. What do you got to say? Hello, hello. Are you there, hon? Oh, yeah. Sorry. It takes a minute for it to like, so I didn't hear you if you oh, yeah. told me to go. Uh, I just want to point did. out that Turner, we already know from preseason, his sister saying he says the N-word. And I know she says the N-word too. But um, so we know that he is a racist and he is looking to target Taylor because he is racist. Like he, he, so I mean, we like, I mean, like, yeah, to some extent, like, I guess Jasmine has sway or whatever, but he's seeing what he wants to see at the end of the day. Like, he wants to see Taylor gone because he is uncomfortable with her. And I mean, also, like, I guess the dishes thing, because she told him to do the dishes. Like, as a roommate, I have had to tell men to do dishes okay and they think just because they live with women or like afab people or femme people and they think they that we're going to be their fucking mommies and we're going to be their housekeepers no bye bitch fuck you like wash your fucking dishes i mean it's not that hard my boyfriend watches the dishes all the time so i know men are capable of it i mean and he, yeah, he's just, he, he's just trash, trash. And like, I mean, I want to go on the next, if they have a next season, I want to go on the next season because I want to be telling these people all the time. People are watching them all the time. People are telling, people are counting how many hours it's been since the last time you washed and people fucking know. Okay. And you, they see everything. I mean, not everything, everything, but they see like 80 90 percent of what's going on so that's all i wanted to say oh my god first of all you're everything i love when you come up here <laughs> second of all i want to say 100 percent i'm gonna see you in this house and i'm gonna be there with you talk shit with you okay they won't put me in there i'm too crazy but yeah i i, I agree that he's probably tripping the dishes but you know the thing with him also i thought he was gonna make a boss move but i think what it is He's just following with the house and Jasmine's his partner. And he knows he knows Taylor isn't the culprit, but he really doesn't want to deal with the fact that one of his bros betrayed him. And that's really what this is. Go ahead, Tina. Okay, so two points I want to make. 
So we talked about this once before, but I just want to reiterate it. What is happening with Taylor is why we are constantly telling white people It'll never be just a game for us. And we're always going to have to discuss racism. We're always going to have to discuss white supremacy. We're always going to have to discuss colorism because it always comes into the game. If you don't want it to be discussed, stop being racist. Stop being colorist. And then we don't have to talk about it. And so the fact that we as Black people, specifically Black women, have had to be subjected to this, to what has happened in this house, is why we have free range to talk about whatever the fuck we want, because white people are just watching a show. There are a lot of white people that don't even get what's happening, what's going on. Janelle and others, they don't even see so if I have to sit here and be traumatized by this fucking show, why should I have to sit here and be silent about it, too? I'm not going to do that. So any, I don't want to hear it's just a game ever again, ever again, because it never has been for us and it never will be. When we're on BB35, we're still going to be talking about the same shit. It's sad, but it's fucking true. And then also I want to say, so Michael and Nicole are having a conversation right now. And basically he's saying, um, he's saying if Brittany and I go up as a pawn, obviously we'd be playing in the veto. If I win, is that going to hurt me if it's three vetoes in a row? Nicole said, no, we did the math last night. The six are good for at least three to four weeks. We all pick somebody not in our alliance. And then he said, if you and Taylor go up this week, obviously you would stay. If you don't get to vote moving forward, do we still have the numbers? Nicole says, yes. So they still, um, Nicole said, but if the plan is to get Taylor out, you don't have to worry because you guys will be pulled off the block. What happened to, we can worry about Taylor in a few weeks. What happened to that? Like, why is Nicole back on, let's get the Taylor out train? I, I like it doesn't make any sense to me. She has yet to win anything. Michael tried to throw her a competition. She still didn't win. He won. What, like, what is the problem? They are scared. They are so scared. The women, more women than the men. The men are just dumb as fuck. The women are so threatened and scared by Taylor that if she got some kind of power, they are so scared that she would take all the bitches out. Not only that, but all the men on her side. And I agree. I agree that she got HOH. She would, she would stand to demolish some ugly ass bitches. I fucking said it. You're ugly on the inside and out, bitch. And that's why they fucking tripping on her. But the extra bitch on that. Go ahead, please. <laughs> that extra bitch. I just, I, and we keep talking about the same things, but I'm reiterating them in case anybody wasn't here when we first talked about them. Nicole, it is stupid for you to want Taylor out. You are aligned with two of your biggest threats, Monty, Kunti, and Kyle. You're in alliance with them. You need Taylor to get rid of them. Why the fuck would you want Taylor out? Like, y'all are not playing. You're not playing. And it's like I said, I keep going back and forth about whether I want her to leave, whether I don't want her to leave. I honestly, and maybe it was just me being naive or stupid or whatever you want to call it. 
I honestly thought that this bestie twist would help her. I honestly thought that Monty had been pissing people off and that maybe the target would switch to him or or maybe Brittany after she kind of had that sort of fight with Amira. That's where I thought we were going. Now we're right the fuck back on Taylor and we don't have to be. We don't have to be. And I think it's the dumbest thing I ever heard. And when Nicole gets evicted, I want Julie Chen to ask her, do you realize that you are sitting here talking to me because you evicted Taylor and then people that you were aligned with who Taylor could have got out of the house ended up voting for you to go home? Do you realize the mistakes that you've made when Nicole gets evicted? I want to hear that. When Amira gets evicted, I want to hear that. I want her to ask these bitches this shit because no, you're looking at your own game. You know she is. She's gonna ask him this question. She's gonna say, "Why did you? Why did you come out the so hard?" Because Julie is annoying, but she does ask a fair question. She will ask that, and I want to hear the response. Like, why would you go to Taylor, especially the Nicole? Because I'm, I'm still waiting to figure out what did she do to her to make her go after her so badly. Because, like I said before, it's the crossroads. Women, what woman alliance has made it in Big Brother ever? None. How sad is that? So you're at a point that, like you said, Taylor being on their team, they can take the rest of them guys out. Hoops is gone. They actually have more power. But instead, they're going to give the guys the power because they're worried about being adapted in the in the distance. It's just crazy. Like it's so frustrating. Trying to be the girl that needs help all the time. The woman that needs the man to lay that a law for her. I don't get it. I'm so sorry. I'm going off a little bit. We got Jay up here and we added AD. Um, so Jay go first and the AD after the fact, please. Nicole's dumbass thinks that she's going to get a power if she gets Taylor out. She thinks that if she's the one to stay, each person that stays will get a power. I don't understand why she thinks that. Like this isn't BB13. Like I like I don't understand why they brought this twist back. I don't it didn't work the first time. It's always been used to help the majority alliance. It was used to help all the vets in BB13 and now it's helping the majority alliance now. Like, it's, it doesn't make sense to me why they would do this. I don't know why they wouldn't pick the pairs. I don't know why they had them pick the pairs. Like, that's so stupid. Like, I feel like they did this. I, I don't know what the logic is, honestly. Like, it makes no sense to me. It's really stupid. And where is Paloma? Like, Paloma was the one that started all of this. Like, she needs to answer for these crimes. Like, we need to we need to figure out where she is. That bitch is hiding on TikTok. Okay, AD is next, and then um, I just added uh, Jay Day after the fact. And then, uh, um, I just wanted to say, like, why do they view Taylor as a threat? Like, Taylor hasn't, if I'm not mistaken, Taylor hasn't won any competition yet. And they're making, like, all these comments, oh, she's aggressive. And someone, someone had made a comment saying she looks like, uh, she she's she may be lying that she's a pageant. She's in pageants because of how muscular she looks, and like to be honest, it just sounds like excuses because they're talking about she's a she's a threat and this and that, but she hasn't won anything so far. So I'm confused. Go ahead, J Day. I don't. 
excuse me. I don't know if y'all caught this or not, but Jasmine was talking to Turner, telling Turner that Taylor was running her whole HOH. But at the same time, it's like Turner Turner needs to have some common sense or something because he needs to know it was not that was not Taylor's doing for her to be on the block next to Pooch. Like you need to like look like okay, Jasmine was running HOH. All the girls were upstairs. Okay, if you can't target Taylor, target Indy, target Britney. All those girls have other issues with uh, those two, but yet here we are, Taylor, 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 Taylor. It's getting tiring, it's getting sick. It's just like, I'm I, honestly, I'll be glad when she leaves because it's going to be like, now she's gone, who else are y'all going to talk about? Because Taylor's not going to be there. Who else are y'all going to talk about? Okay, so... I, I, we did um, discuss that a little bit. I'm not sure if you were here or not, but my thing is this. Okay. So like I said, it does not make sense. Why? Okay. Why would I orchestrate pooch going home and put myself on the block? That makes no fucking sense. Okay. That literally makes no fucking sense. So if he was thinking he would realize this makes no sense. So you're thinking, okay, well, who could it be? Cause it couldn't be Taylor. She has no power. Like I said before, the people that are in the center of everything are Amira and Nicole, because we know he's not going to go after a guy. Amira almost won that first veto that Michael won. We see that she talks to everybody in the house. We see that she has strong opinions. So why wouldn't you go after her and assume that she was probably involved in this happening, which she was? So it's just stupid. If you're a racist... Amira is black as well. So you can go after her. You don't have to go after Taylor. But you just want to go along with what Jasmine is saying. And then later down the line, you're going to blame her when you get evicted. You're going to say, well, I believe what Jasmine told me. Everybody is setting up all these cover their ass strategies. And none of them are going to fucking work. Because we see right through that shit. But Kiss My Cheeks just got up here. Um, so we'll let Kiss My Cheeks go and then we'll go um to you, Moon. Hold on, hold on. I think A D came before then. I don't think Eddie was able to speak first. A D, you um, no, AD went. AD spoke, right? Eddie didn't speak. A D? Yeah, I spoke. Yeah, she spoke. Okay, I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> okay, so I know what I'm doing. Okay, so good. <laughs> So then kiss my cheeks, go, and then move. Hello. You all are hey, hilarious. Hey, I hope y'all can hear me. I'm in the bathroom. I was listening while I was washing my hair, and then, of course, you know, I had to say something. So I really don't know the point of the conversation, but I think I have the gist of it. Have we ever ruled out production? Because this is giving me, you know, we're trying to save the show vibes. Like, week one... Very much so. We were ready to quit watching. We boycotting all of this. Okay, Paloma is gone. Okay, okay, we still in. Taylor's still in the house. Okay, Paloma gone. Done. Week two, the same bullshit. Oh, we getting ready to quit watching. We tired of the bullshit. It sounded like production was like, look, go ahead and let go of Pooch. Let Taylor stay one more week so we can get some viewers because week three, we're on the same bullshit. And we can't keep every week saying, oh, 
I ain't watching it no more. There's no, I'm kind of at the point where I'm done watching it now. Fuck that, Taylor. I love you, girl. I see you on finale night in your badass outfit. But no, you can't keep playing with my emotions because I'm only here for the game. I'm tired of all this extra bullshit we got to sit through before we can get to the game. And if anybody believes that Taylor, the most, everybody in the house was ostracizing her. So you really believe Jasmine, the leader of the Taylor hate train, let Taylor run her HOH. You a bigger idiot than we thought that your sister made you out to be. Like, I, I don't get that. That doesn't make any common sense. I'd rather you just say, black bitch, sit your ass on the block. I don't like you. Be real no, with me. Yeah, because if you go say some racist shit, say it. Be real with me. Stop all this. Oh, Jasmine said this. Oh, production said that. Just be racist so we can see who the fuck you are for real, for real. And we can move on because I'm kind of over it. It's no strategy in this house. Y'all have nothing for us to talk about that Big Brother fans love to talk about. We love to talk about you know you are giving us nothing in production we rant and rave every week on twitter y'all don't get it so i'm kind of over it i'm kind of over it now i apologize if i took it somewhere that the conversation wasn't going because i was washing my hair but you know when i feel the need to say something i have to say it okay i'm done Okay, first of all, that was everything. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Kamisha. No, no, she was preaching. She just was preaching. Everything she said, I, I, I'm, unfortunately, I'm right there with you where it's like, girl, Taylor, I love you, but I see you when you split across that road and get the American player, I'm sorry, America's favorite player and whatever. Because this back and forth, for me, is annoying. It's not about game anymore. It's about me battling for production. Like, oh, let's see how many black people we can keep on to watch it. Because this black bitch ain't going to win shit. And she's constantly at the bottom of the time. Like, if you want a redemption story, this is too much. Like, who can be redeemed from this shit? You know what I'm saying? I just, I, I'm, I don't know if I would. I didn't want like these. I haven't watched it. When I knew she was one, and then the same breath, knew about the whole twin thing, bestie thing, and then knew she paired up with Nicole, and heard the whispers the first three hours, I wasn't even done. And I said, oh, she's going to the house without even watching the rest of the day. This is going to be, I, I can't keep doing it. I just can't. I'll go ahead, Damone. Wait, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to press mute. I just want to say something before uh, Moon speaks. So, I... I told y'all, I keep going back and forth. Am I going to watch? Am I not going to watch? What am I doing with it? I haven't been watching the live feeds very much. I go in and watch because I get the, the Big Brother updates. So when I get the update, if it seems like something I'm interested in, I go in there and watch. Most of the time, I don't watch. But I have to be honest. If Taylor goes home, I do want to see what Michael is going to do. And I do want to see what's going to happen in his game because he's the only person that I care about. What these other people are doing, they don't know the game. They don't know what the fuck is going on. Um, I uh, It's very much giving. We're trying to save the show to me very much. And I actually think, because I talked to Kamisha about this um, on her last space, I said, if it's going to be a team twist... 
I don't think that's going to help Taylor because I think they're going to throw HOHs so that she can be nominated. If it's going to be a duo twist, I think that that might help her depending on who she gets paired with. They picked the duo twist and I was like, okay, maybe this can work. Originally, we thought that she was paired with Kunti, which I couldn't fucking stand Kunti, but I was like, oh, I know she's going to be safe because there's no way anybody's nominating um, Kunti. She got paired with Nicole. I still was like, okay, maybe this still can work. Here are these people come, excuse me, with this fucking backdoor plan. So now I feel like it's almost certain that Michael and Brittany are going to go up guarantee that michael plays in the veto hopes that michael wins again and then backdoor taylor and so i think that they thought that this would help her but it's not and i'm really fucking pissed about that because i enjoy watching taylor i want to see her on the feeds i want to see her in the house if she leaves like i said i probably am still gonna watch because i want to know what's gonna happen with her gone but it's very much, I agree with you, Kiss My Cheeks, it's very much giving um, Save the Show. So go ahead, Moon. Yeah, I, I agree with Kiss My Cheeks, too. I think they are breadcrumbing Black people because they don't want to lose that, like, um, part of the demographic a little bit. Um, but, I mean, yeah. I mean, the also just, like, the duo thing, they started it, I think the first time they did it was, like, bb9 which was a mess um if if you've seen it it's like one of one of the worst early seasons i've ever seen and then it's just like they keep bringing it back nobody likes it like they don't get what the fans like the fans do not like the duos the fans do not like the first night eliminations they don't like that shit and so, like, why, like, why are you trying to make it happen? Like, why are you trying to make duos happen? They're not going to happen. We don't fucking like them. And they definitely brought it back because of the cookout last year. Like, I agree with that 100%. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like, it's, I mean, it's so annoying because we had momentum for Taylor before the duo twist dropped. Like, it was about to be Battle of the Sexes a la BB5, like, where, you know, Turner probably, I mean, maybe not. I don't know. I, I really don't. But the men would have gone after the women and the women would have gone after the men. And, like, Taylor could have been a little bit more off the radar. But, like, they really introduced this twist and, like, they fumbled the bag because they had so much momentum going and it's just annoying. Like, use your twists properly. Use the twists when things are getting, like, a little stale. Like, we had a momentum, and you killed it. You killed the momentum, and you... And I saw somebody tweet this earlier, and they were like, yeah, I think production likes a steamroll because it's easier to edit or something. But it's just like, yeah, I mean, these people, I guess they're just lazy. Like... I don't understand. Like, they get paid so much money. Like, more money than probably most people make. And you're so fucking lazy. Like, do better. Like, I just... It's it's just obnoxious. And, like, I like Janelle. I do like Janelle. But at the end of the day, Janelle is who she is. And she is a libertarian. Um, 
And I think she avoids talking about the race issues because she does not know what the fuck she's talking about. Um, like if you, if you listen to her podcast, she's like, Oh, like, well, like all these people getting mad about like what's going on on the live feeds and do, do, do. You wouldn't be able to handle like, you know, like BB one through, I don't know, like nine or eight or something. I don't know. And I was just like, she's like, you wouldn't, people would have been in the streets. I'm like, girl, that was 20 years ago. That was a different time. People know like the black lives matter movement started, like the me too movement started. Like, why are you going to pretend like we live in the same climate that we lived in 20 years ago? It's just dumb. Like people we're aware of racism there then too, but like, it's like, you're, you're trying to pretend like it, it's, it's the same thing and it's not the same thing. And you know, it's not the same thing. Like, don't try and like play. And she's like, she's like, Oh, well, I think like, there's like good stuff here, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I know you're saying that. Cause you don't, you want people to still listen to your podcast at the end of the day. That's why you don't want to say the season sucks. That's why we know, like, anyway, I just, I'm just so done because, like, I was really looking forward to some, like, Battle of the Sexes showdown and just totally was, like, stolen from. <laughs> like, that would have been good. It's not, baby, it's not going to happen. And I, I don't know. It's not going to happen, unfortunately, because they're too weak. Um, I'm not, I don't know if it was Jake, but Chiefs and Queens, to be honest, I don't know uh, what order that was in. Do you know, uh, uh, you know, Tina? I don't know, but I feel like Queen had her hand up for a while. So we'll do Queen, Jay, and then kiss my cheeks again. Oh, okay. I just wanted to piggyback. Yes, kiss my cheeks. I believe that. I think that's who it was, whoever was watching their hair. Um, They're definitely trying to save the show. And we all know that reality TV is the genre that black women built. I was I was going to say black people, but let's let's just keep it 100. This is the uh, this is what black women built. You go all the way back to real world who was the most uh, talked about, the most focused on, it was Tammy Roman. Um, you go to uh, Basketball Wives and Real Housewives, I mean, not Real Housewives, uh, Love and Hip Hop and so on and so forth. We built this genre and we will burn this shit down. And that's exactly what needs to happen. I want Taylor out. I'm done. I'm done with production being uh, playing with our feelings, as someone else said. That's exactly what they're doing. They, but the they're so lazy. They're going okay. Here's our plan B. Since our backstage um, thing didn't work, this is this, let me go with our plan B. And if there are black people in production on Big Brother and they're sitting there and they're letting this happen and they're not speaking up and they're not doing anything, they are twice as culpable as the white people are in production. And someone said it absolutely correctly, just lazy. When you can actually play the game, instead you fall back to racism as your gaming strategy. Just absolutely the lo the lowest uh, bar, the, the laziest thing you could ever do 
is to just fall back to racist racism. And of course they're going to be racist because they don't know how to be gamers because they're all recruits and recruited for their social media uh, presence. Yeah. You're not going to have much of a social media presence because guess what? Black folks built that too. And we will burn your shit down. Say it again. Say it again. Oh, yeah. Burn that motherfucker down. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep going, y'all. Oh, I'm done. Whoever. Yeah. Whoever's next. So when the other person just says that we told you, you know, to go, just automatically go ahead and go. Go ahead, Jay. Uh, Queen basically was saying what I was going to say. These people are all recruits. Like, these people don't know the game. They're playing personal because that's all they know. And it's really frustrating because, like, this isn't Big Brother anymore. Like, this game has just gone to, like, just personal things. Like, it's not even, like, a strategic thing. Like, everyone knows what's up. They know the guys are together. They know the girls are together. But yet it's still, hey, let's get Taylor out. And it's, like, she hasn't done anything. She doesn't talk bad about anybody. Like, there's really no reasoning to back this up. So I'm really not understanding, like, what why they keep going after Taylor. Like, Alyssa blew up an entire alliance. Oh, but Taylor. Monty pisses people off. Oh, but Taylor. Michael won two POVs in a row, about to be a third one. Oh, but Taylor. Like, it doesn't make sense. Who's next? Okay. I agree with what Everyone just said, I'm still doing my hair, y'all. I'm sorry if it's an echo here. But what everyone just said is why I strongly feel this is a production setup playing with my intelligence because everyone who rallied around Taylor next week, last week, are the ones this week willing to sell her down the river. Like Michael. How can you, who you're really the only one who talks to Taylor and you're the one who needs Taylor in the house the most, willing to sit on the block, play a third veto, win a third veto to backdoor her. I can't imagine Michael going along with this. Is he going along with it or is he going to try to sway Turner in some way? I hope so. But if he sits on this block, and plays a third veto and wins a third veto, you're just making the target on your back even bigger. You're letting these idiots set you up for failure. Nicole, how dare you want to be Taylor's partner? Last week, you cussing out Monty. We all on the Twitter spaces giving your ass high fives because you cussed out Monty and you trying to wheel him in. And then this week, you ready to be a pawn. It doesn't make sense. Production is playing with my intelligence, and that's probably the number two thing on my list that highly pissed me off is for people to try to make me feel dumb when I know that I am not. Now, when it comes to Janelle, I need her to shut the fuck all the way up because, see, what she doesn't realize is today we have the devices, the social media, the ears of the news and stuff like that to where we could call out and point out your racism. And the worst thing ever invented for y'all racist-ass white people, nobody on the spaces, if y'all not racist, but the worst thing invented for y'all asses was these camera phones. That's the difference, Janelle. Shut the fuck all the way up. You should be racist in your house and keep selling your houses and just tweet about vetoes. 
If it ain't got shit to do with you being a veto queen, just be quiet. Because, see, you exposing yourself. And I liked you. And I was going to let you live as the veto queen until you want to start talking about shit you don't know nothing about. Now, number three. When it comes to this week and um, Taylor, I just need her to bow out gracefully. Like, if Taylor, if you can't win this veto for yourself, just let this go. Because... What I'm personally going to do, now y'all know I'm I'm not a liar. My ass is still going to keep up with the live feeds on Twitter. I'm not going to watch it on CBS. Because I still want to roast and read Jasmine and the Negro Spiritual and Kunti. I still want to read their ass and make fun of them when they exit the house. But I'm not giving CBS any more of my viewership. I'm just going to, whatever y'all put on Twitter, I'm going to go with that. Okay, so I had to let Janelle go a long time ago. I forget what she did, but she said something else stupid. And I was like, bye, girl. Like, I just can't. Like, she has pissed all over her legacy. And she seems like she don't give a fuck. So this, um, this that I guess Kamisha just put this in here. This uh, interview that Paloma gave talking about Taylor and I developed a friendship. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Shut up. We all know what really happened. What happened is you realized that you fucked yourself over by going so hard against Taylor. When production tipped you off, you said, I got to get the fuck out of this house because I don't think I can pull it back. That's why you left. And nobody else can ever convince me any fucking different. I don't give a fuck what you say. I don't give a fuck how many tears you shed. You're a racist bitch. You were in there playing into anti-blackness and colorism. And that's all it's ever going to be. That's what the truth is. That's it, period, dot. I'm done with it. So me personally, like I said, I like to keep tabs on what's going on. I want to see what's going to happen in this house, particularly if Michael wins a third veto. I want to see if he becomes the next target. If Taylor leaves, I'm going to keep watching. I'm going to keep getting my updates on Twitter. I may dip and dab out of the live feeds a little bit, but that's going to be it. That's all they're, that's all they're going to get from me. Um, does anybody else have anything that they want to say or anybody else want to come up and speak? Well, I'm going to say that before anybody, whatever, uh, comes up or anything. But um, I pretty much um, was the same thing that you just said. Like, we're to the um, I'm not, and I didn't share that. Thank you, shout out to one who did share that in the group. I mean, the, whatever you call it, the turbo song thing or whatever. Um, she put in this interview, she goes, it's Taylor Hale. It's crazy how people jump to conclusions with the whole racist bit. Taylor and I are actually good friends, so please keep hyping her up. She's a queen. She said her and I became actually very close towards the end. The thing is, they cut the beginning clip and ran with it, she claimed. I told her I didn't want to hear it in the last episode because I was exhausted. And I knew our girl well enough that it didn't even matter because she just tried to play the game either way. Saying, remember that reality TV isn't always real. I'm always rooting for a boss base. Never going to try and tear a strong woman down. And I was extremely straight up with her first days when we didn't mesh. Wow. That was what she said in the interview. So 
This is what we're going to see when Emma gets out of the house. They're all going to come out and say the same thing similar Paloma said. That, you know, we didn't see everything. There was editing. We missed clips. They were really cool behind the scenes. And blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm going to literally just watch a little bit live here once in a while. I'm going to take a break. Like, for real. I know she's going home. I don't want to watch the whole entire week of her getting bad. I'm still doing my spaces on Sunday. I changed the Sunday night. I may even do the Sunday night live while the live is on. I haven't decided yet. Because I'm not going to sit there and watch the whole episode and I already know we're going to vote him out. The only thing I wanted to see is that I heard there was some drama that happened um, at the nomination. I'm sorry, at the eviction. Like 20 minutes before HOH, something happened. And that's all I really want to see. But beyond that, I'm not going to be watching the show. A little bit live feeds, mostly be on Twitter talking shit and dragging the fuck out of these hoes. I said. Other than that, uh-uh, I'm over it. Does anybody else got anything to say about these hoes and tricks? Because you know that you know that Terrence is uh is a pimp back in the day. I told you. He's a pimp. I have something to say. And then we'll go to kiss my cheeks. So I just put this up here in the Jumbotron. So Jasmine said, Big Lotto said, excuse me, he, Turner, can't stand her, Brittany. He did say he wants to find out who flipped the vote. Alyssa, what's our story? Big Lotto, Taylor. I said, I think that Taylor flipped the votes. So again, that makes no fucking sense. No fucking sense whatsoever. Taylor didn't have the power to flip that entire house think but second of all if he know if you know that he can't stand britney why wouldn't you push him in the direction of britney because let's be honest sorry girl you're not going to win anything taylor eventually is going to win something so why not if you need the women's vote why not let the person go who's never going to have power so let britney go Keep Taylor, and then you can start taking out these big men. Because when y'all are sitting up there in the house, and it's going back to back, Monty, excuse me, Cooty, Kyle, Michael, winning HOHs, and y'all sitting on the fucking block, what are you going to be saying? We never should have got rid of Taylor. And I don't want to fucking hear it. I don't want to fucking hear it. That's what's going to happen. Let Brittany go home. She can't win anything. Y'all don't know how to play. And, uh, and honestly, CBS, you should be fucking embarrassed that you put all these people in this house that don't know your fucking game. You don't even have respect for your own game. Because these people know nothing. Nothing. You can put a child in that house that's watched one season of Big Brother, they'd be playing better than these people. It's ridiculous. She's going to blow up. I'm going to tell you right now, I got to, I, I really want her out the house. You know why? Because I hear how passionate we, we are doing it. We're not even in the house. Can you imagine if it gets back to her, if they say she controlled the whole thing, if it gets back to her all, she's supposed to blow the fuck up. The same thing that Dave Bone time prevent, Bailey, all that, that moment that we all had with black women, like, I don't want to fucking go off on this bitch. It's going to happen. And that's why I want her out the house. Because she's going to go the fuck off, and that one time she goes off, we validate for everything that they said. And you know that. I'm sorry, man. I had to say that. Go ahead, go ahead, Mom. I just want.
want to say really quickly before she starts, I don't think Taylor is going to go off. I don't think that's her um, personality. Like, remember when you talked to her friend and she said that when she gets out of the house, she probably is going to end up being friends with these people and forgive them. I just really yeah. see her doing that. Like, I think, I think she's going to cry. That's what I think is going to happen. I, just, I, just, I, I, I get that. But I think in circumstances, people are being put in a position that they've, they've never been before. And you, in this house, to me, it, I think it's going to make her get there. Because you push me. And it was going to take something so long. I don't care how nice you are. Anybody has a limit. Everyone has a limit. That's all I'm saying. Kiss my cheeks. Kiss my cheeks. Go ahead, mama. Okay. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I was being shady on Twitter and I had to figure out how to get back to the spaces. But <clears throat> I forgot everything I was getting ready to say <clears throat> anyway. And I was probably going to say something angry and I'm getting ready to do my makeup. So I got to be positive. So to come out cute. So, oh, why is Brittany not the um, target anyway? Because wasn't she running her mouth all week, spilling everybody's secrets? So I don't, I don't really understand, but <clears throat> I'm at the point where I don't care. I'm about to um, tweet my shady tweet and do my makeup and continue to listen while I'm doing my makeup. I know there's a delay, but Lily, I just added you. Um, are you ready to go? Oh yes, I am. Sorry, I um, I um, I had to jump off for a second, so I, I haven't been. <laughs> I was in training, but I'm done now. So, um, can I just say? Um, I just want to say I don't. I actually don't watch the feeds. I I don't. I can't watch feeds. It's. I, I usually just listen to the updates and I like hear from you guys and other people and what's going on on Twitter to see what's happening. Um, and, but I, um, I just want to say, I'm wondering how much can Taylor do at this point to, um, and I'm sorry if this was already talked about because um, I, I've been in and out, um, but how much can she do to help herself at this point. I know she doesn't have much agency. She doesn't have, and she doesn't, nobody, nobody talks to her in terms of like really letting her know. It really concerns me that nobody has ever really said to her, just so you know, these people hate you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I don't know how much of that is happening with her where there's people saying like, by the way, you know, that she's not your friend. Like I just, it boggles my mind that not one person can be has figured out that she is um you know can be an ally and can be trusted she's I, I don't understand how she's been viewed so negatively like I get it I get it at first you have your your initial um like you have your you have your initial thoughts about someone but it's been it's been two weeks now. Like the, I don't get how nobody has figured out that, that you can just talk to this person and say, Hey, why don't we work together? Or, Hey, this is what's happening. Or, Hey, maybe don't, you know, say too much. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's happening. I'm, I'm like I said, I, I don't watch the feeds. I, I watch the clips and I listen to the updates, the daily updates because um, I don't get the feeds. I mean, I'm in Canada and I, I really can't figure out how to, 
to do all of that. So I just want to know how much can, what can she do? Like what, like, I don't, one, is there anyone in the house who you think is even close to willing to come to her and talk to her and tell her, um, you know, what's actually happening behind her back constantly? Cause I know she's not an idiot. Like she knows these people aren't, she's no, she's not in with the girls. I know she said that she knows, um, you know, that people are, you know, uh, you know, that conversation she had with Monty was very diplomatic. You know, she was like, Oh, you know, um, you know, I know it's not nefarious. It is, but she said, I know it's not nefarious in terms of how they're behaving and acting towards her, but she understands that it's about her and something and how they perceived her or what have you. Um, I, I cannot stand, uh, is you call him Kunti? I can't stand that guy. I can't. I, I I just can't with him. He's horrible. He's just like the worst possible type of black man that you could ever come across. He has no um no self awareness. Like how do you not understand? How do you understand how you're coming across? Like I don't get it. Like, this is a black woman who's being, like, victimized, really. She's being victimized because she's going to need probably, like, some serious counseling after this because once she finds out how terrible people were to her and how everybody witnessed it, as much love that she is getting on the outside world and she will get when she comes out, just the idea that there's so many people who were so mean to her and witnessed what she went through. That is, that's so embarrassing. And that I would be mortified to know that like people were seeing me be dog, call a hoe, call this, call that, all these things. And I had no idea. Right. And she's like flirting with these people. She has no idea. I know that part of it is game, but I just want to know what can she, like part of this, I can't, I don't want to, I don't want to like, I don't want to go, I don't want to pile on her, but at this point, she needs to start doing more for her game. She needs to start working people a little bit more. And it's hard when you're at the bottom, but she must know that Turner is not in with these people. So figure out a way to get in there and, and, you know, she's got to just work it. Like, I feel like nobody in this game knows how to play Big Brother. And it's just, it's frustrating to watch. Michael is the only one I think that has a little bit of understanding of how to play the game, but he is not very bold. I think he understands where he sits at the bottom in terms of this alliance. If this is what they're expecting him to go on the block, you must know that you're on at the bottom of this alliance. So hopefully he does something like it's just it's so frustrating to watch. Like people play the game, like do something, make make some moves, like talk in a way use strategy a little bit better because I feel like it's just anyways, it's so frustrating to, to, to watch um, and hear people talk about it. And <laughs> I'm not watching it, but I, I know enough about what's going on because I I'm keeping up on it, but I, it's, it's frustrating. Anyways, that's, that's it. Well, thank okay. you. Oh, good. Were you going to say something, Kamisha? No, I was going to say th uh, thank you for uh, saying all that. I'm going to say, uh, Sheena and then um, I know Jay Ham is up. Okay. So first of all, Lily, I love your voice. Your voice is so pretty. So if you Thank want you. to 
You're welcome. If you actually do want to watch the live feeds, DM me and I'll tell you how to do that. Because I watched <laughs> the Canadian live feeds. So I'll tell you how to do that. Well, part of it okay. is in Canada, I, I tried watching the live feeds and that drove me nuts too. Because I can't watch people just sit around and like wait for something exciting to happen. I think I, I, I'd, I'd rather just like someone tell me and maybe there maybe there's a way to do it where you can record it and then go back and maybe that's what I'm missing because I can't sit and wait for something to happen so I think that's what it is where yes that would be great thanks (laughs) okay so and stay with me here okay it's gonna get a little bit conspiracy theory theory theory-ish but just stay with me okay so if y'all have ever listened to like interviews or youtube videos or whatever of these older bb players maybe like six seven eight seasons ago they talk about like certain hoh competitions where like you could choose to get a punishment or you could choose to get a reward and you would have to push a button for those things that they know for a fact that they hit the button And they were not, like, it wasn't lighting up or whatever. They weren't getting chosen. And so they believe that production was choosing certain things in competitions. So I think that production is extremely involved in what we see and what happens on the show. So if they really wanted to say, okay, we want Taylor to stay, they can do it. Like, when they go and they're choosing for the veto... I don't necessarily believe that everybody's name is just in there once. Maybe somebody's name is in there twice. Maybe somebody's name is in there three times. So if they wanted to ensure that Taylor stayed, okay, you put four buttons in there that say Taylor on it. You put six buttons in there that say Taylor on it. Okay, so Taylor gets chosen. Then they go and they play the veto. Let's say it's neck and neck, Michael and Taylor again. If I was Michael... There is no way on God's green motherfucking earth, three weeks in the house, I'm winning my third competition. Not possible. I don't care if I have to pretend I passed out. I'm throwing the competition to Taylor. There's just no way. So I am neck and neck, me and Taylor, I'm throwing it to her. Boom, problem solved. If Michael really wanted to work with Taylor, he could fucking make it happen. Put me and Brittany up, guarantee I play, production puts Taylor's name in there several times, guaranteeing she gets picked, she motherfucking plays, throw it to Taylor, boom, kill two birds with one stone, we got everything. And Brittany will go home. Michael's not going home. Brittany's going home. So boom, we got everything we wanted all in one. Bing, bing, boom. Is that going to happen? Probably not. And I think all these people, they're going to say they just went along with the house. Like they didn't want to be the odd one out. That's why they, you know, bash Taylor and all this, blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares. I don't give a fuck what they say. At this point, for Taylor, she could try and talk to Turner. But if everybody else in the house is coming up to him saying, it was Taylor, it was Taylor, it was Taylor, he's not going to believe her. So the only option for this point is for production to tilt the scales in her favor. That's the only way that she's going to stay. Because Jasmine has already gone around 
to all of these girls and told them to tell um, Turner that it was Taylor. Brittany is up there talking to him right now saying that she thinks everything came from Taylor. So all she has is for production to skew the game, which I do not hey. put past them at all. Hey, I'm sorry, y'all. I have to go. My mother um, is in the teacher. I see you. I'm probably, I have to get off here, y'all. I'll talk to y'all later. I'm sorry. I have to go. All right. Bye, everybody.